0: There's joy in every journey.
1: Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This is a Football Friday edition of Dirt and Sprague. There's glory in the legends of this hard muscle life. And there's poetry in each season made of sweat and strife. Dirt and Sprague on Football Friday.
0: Brought to you by the ALNA Sportsbook. Watch the games in the region's largest video wall and wager on your team at the ALNA Sportsbook. All
1: I know is, you mess with me,
0: you got problems.
1: Dirt and Sprague on 1080 The Fan.
2: Let's do this final hour. Dirt and Sprague here on Portland Sports Leader 1080 The Fan. 99.5 HD2, the Odyssey app. Thanks for being with us on a Friday. Hope your days are going great. Everybody's excited for the weekend. We're excited for your birthday, big guy. That's right. Lap dances for the big guy later today. We have somebody <laughs> coming in studio at the end of the show today. Oh, do ya? Oh, man. Oh, yeah. You can't wait. Swag doesn't even know about doesn't this. Doesn't even know. Not even yeah. sure. Arms up. Who could it be? Can you know. guess what his name is? <laughs> What he's wearing, Francisco. His nickname is the Banana Hammock. <laughs> uh, let's get to this because it's a story that's near and dear to my heart, and it's something that would happen to me undoubtedly in a high pressure situation. Now I don't know if this is true, but it was said on Twitter, so that means I'm gonna believe it was true. <laughs> How many things on Twitter have you read where you're like, "Dude, I can't believe it," and then gotta it's be not true. true, gotta be true. This is got it's too good to not be true. Uh, remember when Josh McDaniels was nearly the head coach of the Indianapolis Colts? I believe he reached an agreement. They yes. just didn't sign anything, but everybody was like, hey, Josh McDaniels, next Colts head coach. Yeah, this is going to happen. They're going to fly him to Indy. They're going to introduce him. McDaniels is leaving the Patriots. Oh, my God, this is happening. Yeah. He's getting another job as a head coach after failing miserably in drafting Tim Tebow in the first round. <laughs> another team thought, I'm going to give that guy a shot. Well, it didn't end up happening, and according to Twitter, the reason it did not end up happening, this came out yesterday and it went viral, and I I laughed my ass off when I read it. Jim Ursay, the owner of the Colts, who is a bit erratic and has had some drug issues and all sorts of problems in his personal life, he flew to visit Josh McDaniels and his wife to close the deal. They're home in Massachusetts. He flew out to Massachusetts. They had a nice dinner. He was there. And they said, "Let's let's let's put the bow on this thing. Let's wrap it up. You're going to be the next head coach of the Colts. Well, at some point during that dinner, uh, dinner, uh, Urse was exhibiting odd behavior, according to McDaniel's wife. And at some point he got up and he went to the McDaniel's family bathroom. And according to this report, he was in that bathroom for well over an hour. An hour? Well over an hour. At which point McDaniel's wife said, this is weird. This guy's weird. You're not going to go be the head coach of the Indianapolis Colts, and according to this source, that is why McDaniel's dropped out and did not take the job as the Indianapolis Colts head coach. I have a couple follow-up questions here. <laughs> sure, First of I, all, who reported going. this? Uh, I don't. I don't. It came from an account ML Football. Uh, no, it came no originally the report. Hold on, I got it right here. Dan Dake Dackage, how do you say his last Dan name? Dan Dokich. Dockic was yeah, the guy he's who reported. the indie radio host. He's yes. now, I think, working for Outkick and all. Yeah, that he's stuff. no longer with his station at no, in Indy, but no. he he was the one that reported this. Okay. And he's an indie guy. He's he's plugged into the indie scene. Do you believe it? Because I'm I'm seriously asking. I do, you here, I do believe this. As yeah. a man who has what did you say you do? You have three, four, five <laughs> bowel movements a day. I mean some most most days are three or four. You, are you ever in there for longer than fifteen minutes? Uh, there are times where it could take a while, where really? you got to kind of unpack, and it's going to be a minute. and You just know immediately, like this is. Sometimes you think you're done, and then you're not done, and then there's an op- sure. there's an aftermath. There's a follow up. The follow-up. process doesn't always go as quickly as you'd like. Uh-huh. I, I understand that. My family thinks I'm in there forever, and the longest I'm ever in there is like eight minutes. And they're like, God, how long do you take? I'm like, I literally looked at my clock. It was eight minutes. Leave me alone. Let me scroll Twitter mindlessly and you know what? here for a moment. Five of those minutes, I'm probably just like waiting for the residual leftovers, and I'm just trying to have alone time. Yeah, Leave you, me alone. You want a little quiet time, and you need to make sure you need to be certain that you are done, and you got to sit there for a minute or two to make sure that the process is wrapped up. See, the unfortunate part for you is your wife, when you guys have kids at some point, your wife's <laughs> going to go, your bowel movements have gone, they've expanded, they're, you more bowel movements in a day. You're in the bathroom half the day. What the hell's the matter well, with what's you? going on here? You're hanging out with a teepee longer than you're hanging out with your kids. I mean, let's just think for a moment. What does Jim Ursay put into his body? And would that cause him to take an hour dump? Because to me, one plus one equals two. And I think this is true. <laughs> Like he just seems like there's the, he, no way he was in the bathroom for an hour during a closing <laughs> coach meeting. There is a 0.0% chance. This is Jim Irsay is going to tweet about this at some point. Cause he's going to see hope this he does. and he was going to say like many men, I take dumps. <laughs> I take exception though, to being in there for an hour. There's no chance he was in there for an hour. What would you do for an hour? Why would it take an hour? Something's oh, broken if it's God. an hour. If it's an hour, you need to go see your doctor immediately. <laughs> Somebody said we might maybe he was Crushing pills and snoring things in there for an hour. So he just could have been. Could've He's been. just doing drugs. She said and... he exhibited, you know, erratic and uh, abnormal behavior prior to no. the bathroom visit, and then the bathroom visit happened, and he was in there for a long time. And she thought, no, I'm done. We're not doing. You're not working for this guy. It's not going to happen. This made me a bigger fan of Jim Ursay though, because I've won. I Why? hope. I hope it's true. It's such a power move. Why is it making what? to fly into this family? He lost self. the power move. Well, no, I think. He, well, look, he ended up hiring Frank Reich, and then. Jeff Saturday, so to a certain extent, yes, he did. But he also won the power move by not having to hire Josh McDaniels. And if your wife is such a candy ass that she can't handle an owner taking a dump for an hour, I well, come on. Okay. If this was really his dream job, imagine that. Imagine like some big, uh, where, where is he? NBA TV executive. I don't want to work in you know, uh, Wherever but you yeah, want Yeah, whatever the dream sure, is. Sure, your yeah. dream job. Right. That executive flies right. to the Sprague household. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to come have dinner with you. I'm going to close this deal. I'm signing Brandon Sprague to come work for my network. Okay. And it's going to be his dream job. Yes. You're having a dinner. You're having an okay time. It's a little awkward because those are always a little awkward. And then he gets up and he goes and he takes a dump for an hour. Do you think your wife would say, no, you're not going to work for that company? Um... My wife would probably not say it out loud the way his wife reportedly may or may not have said this. Again, I'm not trusting. I know Dockage is connected, but come on, an hour? I'm going to believe a guy was in the restroom for an hour at a restaurant? My wife wouldn't outright say it, but I ask you this. I'll follow up your question with my own question. Okay, what's your follow-up? What is the time where you go, are you okay? Did he die? <laughs> you, you go knock. Or do you just, do you do this? Do you conclude that I don't want to work for somebody? Like if our boss left for the restroom for an hour in the middle of a contract negotiation. Sure. And by the way, it's not usually the setting it happens, but if it did. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know what I'd do. <laughs> Cause i do. Because you can't just leave. No, I think after 45 minutes. Well, now work is oh, I a, think it's 20 at most. I think 20 minutes and you're concerned <laughs> about their well-being. See, I'm not. I'm not because I know sometimes that's the battle that we fight. Sometimes we have to carry a heavy cross and it's not an easy it's not an easy journey. Okay, not all of us are quick and neat and easy and over in five minutes here. Okay, Sprague, some of us got we got to go grind one out. It's gonna take a minute. I love that you. I love that you called it carrying the cr- bearing the cross. Like, well, it's exactly the some same of us state. shoulder this burden in life, and it's not an easy burden to carry. Okay, when we plan our day to day process, I have to think: Have I taken my dump yet? And if not, is there a place to dump where I'm going? Well, but what's the timeline? When do you leave? I think after thirty. If I'm in, if it's a private residence, now work is different because there could be somebody else in the building. If you're a private residence, after probably 35 to 40 minutes, I go knock. I give a courtesy knock. You doing all right? And you get a quick yes. Then I'm then I'm hanging out and I'm waiting until you're done. Yeah. A listener point out multiple points on the text line here. Yeah. Uh, somebody said uh, uh, drugs, the drugs that he has been found taking. I'm not going to dive into that territory. They can cause constipation. OK. So, there, you know, maybe it's it's a painful journey. It could be a painful journey. Another one said that uh maybe he clogged the toilet and there was no plunger. Hey, you're at a restaurant, you don't care. You, well, he's not at a restaurant, he was at their house. So maybe he clogged the toilet and look. So it's a Jeff Daniels dumb and dumber situation. As somebody who's clogged a toilet in an awkward situation, I I I know what he's going through there. You look around, you're immediately panicked. There's nothing to unclog with. There's you no are plunger. immediately like, panicked. that is the one of the five worst feelings in the entire <laughs> world. Of clogging a private bathroom that is not at your residence and then quickly realizing that there's not a plunger to get you, get you out of your situation. What are you doing there? I don't know. I think you probably close the lid and you just walk out and hope nobody else goes in there. Do you, like, blame it on the dog? I don't know what you do. What? You blame you it on You can't go the out there and say, sorry, I plugged your toilet. because then I think you have to. They're going to have to unplug it at some point and guess what's floating around in that water. But I think you have to tell them so you can get some kind of utility. Some tool to fix the situation. You can't close the toilet and then say, I hope they think it was the dog. Could've Why is anybody. there all this toilet paper? It could have been anybody. I don't know. I don't know who else was in there. <laughs> it could have been anybody. There's Don't one- finger point at me. There's a toilet. Was- <laughs> I don't know who it's did this. not a public restroom. It's not a highway stop, buddy. I love this. is one of my favorite stories of all time because look again. Well, I don't know if it's true. Could, it's probably not true. Just picturing Jim Irsay like getting up from the table, walking to the bathroom, being gone for an hour, and how awkward that had to have been for McDaniel's and his wife. Just like, yeah. just imagine what they were saying to each other for an hour. How cold his food was at the time that he I'm came sorry. Out. We're looking at. We're thinking the same thing when we all look at Jim Irsay's <clears throat> photos, right? That dude's taking awful, massive yes. dumps. That's why I kind of believe the story. Like, if this was about, like, a neat old lady, like the like the Ford lady who now owns the Lions, sure. I probably wouldn't believe it. But for Jim Irsay, taking a massive dump, yeah, I, I I could buy it. What if he came out with his shirt unbuttoned and his jacket's no longer there? <laughs> like, what's your thought process? What the hell did you do with that? He's there? sweating profusely. Are you okay? What happened? Somebody texted in that said they uh, take three dumps a day and all of them take at least 45 minutes. Jeez, that's a lot of time, man. That's a lot of time on the toilet That is a day. lot of your a day of just sitting on the porcelain. Yeah, I mean, it happens. It happens to the best of us. Uh, well, <laughs> I, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> never been in that situation personally. But, never been there before? Know, teach their own. Well, I saw this yesterday and it made me chuckle. And I love that story. And uh,
3: what's hope, more uncomfortable? it's true.
2: Seeing an owner with, like, a giraffe skeleton in their house <laughs> or Jim Ursay taking an hour dump in your house? Like a Jody Allen or a Jim Ursay? Uh I mean one of those is technically illegal. Taking an hour-long dump is not against the law. No, it's so not. I would say bowel movements are normal. Some take longer than others. But if I walked in and you had a stolen dinosaur hanging over your mantle in your like w- living room when you walk in, that would that would weird me out. Where did you get that dinosaur? Did you steal it? How much did you pay for what it? What are you more likely to endure? A Jim Irsay situation or... Uh, A a Jody Allen being at a table with you having conversation for an hour. Playing footsie with you underneath the table. Uh, Somebody said, dirt to Jim Irsay is one of us. One of us. Yes, ma'am. I refuse to believe this is real. (laughs) This is ridiculous. An hour. Get out of here. Josh McDaniel sucks and his wife's making excuses. What this is, he ended up winning though. Out of this, I mean, we'll see who he hires this year as his head coach. Yeah, let's calm down with the whole winning because he thing. did hire let's Jeff Saturday, that and that was a thing and that was a moment that happened. But I think we all kind of feel it in the same opinion that McDaniels isn't a great head coach, and things didn't work out with the Raiders. And... They beat McDaniels this year with Jeff Saturday, they it was their did. only win. You're right, he, he did win. He tweeted, he Oh, did. people didn't think we cared about winning. How about that? After that game, they didn't win another game the rest of the season. So actually he won the only game that mattered for their year. Somebody said I'm about 10 15 minute per 3 4 times per day. Like that's efficient. I like that. That's efficient. I'm max like 10 minute guy twice a day. Yeah. Yeah. Matt, you never go longer than 10? Huh? Not no. Okay. I mean it, it maybe on occasion but like okay. not really no. <laughs> I like to be in and kind of, I have my own time and my family goes much quicker, but yeah, I'm kind of in and out guy. Somebody said, uh, primetime talking about this yesterday. Rob said after three minutes, he's knocking on the door. Remind me to never go to Rob's house. Three, three minutes. minutes? I, I mean, if I got to go, I got to go. I'm giving you a buffer window of 10 to 15 minutes. I mean, of like, minimum's it's not gotta my be business. 15 minutes, dude. Yeah. It's like not my business. There's Come a on. shot that your stomach has bowel movements. Like yeah. if it's a, if it's a quick trip, okay. If it's a little longer than seven, eight minutes, like I'll wait. But there is a point where you have to knock, and I don't yeah. know what that point is for most people. I, I told you, I think I'd wait a half hour. I think I would. I'm polite. I understand that things happen. Sometimes you're in a sticky situation, and it's not easy to get out of. And I, you don't want to. You don't want to go bother someone. Five minutes in, hey. Where are you? Are you okay? <laughs> like, yeah, I'm in a lot of pain in here. Um, all right. Well, Jim Irsay took a dump, and that's why the McDaniels uh, said no to becoming the next head coach of the Indianapolis Colts. That was on Twitter yesterday, and uh, I want to believe it because it's a great story. And Jim Irsay is officially uh, one of us. Let's get back into the NFL playoffs. We'll spring the line coming up at the bottom of the hour. We're back after this on the fan.
3: <sighs> spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from blinds.com.
0: Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
2: All right, it's breaking the line coming up 11 minutes from now. Get your fake sponsors in 503-250-1080. A quick shout-out to Wes Lynn, officially named by USA Today number one in the country. Number one team in the country. How many times have we had that in our lives? Our buddy Bill Orham had a good pod with uh, their head coach right Yeah, he Key. did. Yes, he did. That was good cool. to the end of winning last night. I yes, said they're they playing Mountainside. Uh, mountainside. Yeah,
1: yeah that likely that happened before they went down on the road to De La Salle and they suffered lost, their yeah. first loss. So they might uh, they get might get
2: bumped, but, bumped okay. but they'll still be top ten, top fifteen. Pretty damn cool. Jackson Shellstead, front of the show. Yes. Future Oregon duck. you see Bronny likes Oregon? That was another report that came out the other I, day. I said this during the LSI. Tyson wrote a good article like just go all in on the Bronny thing. Who cares how good or great he is or is not like you want go. fans back in the building. Cause there's not a lot Ain't of people going nobody to nobody going to those games, man. <laughs> Jeez. That arena is empty, but yeah, it's interest. It LeBron would probably show up to a few games. Like, I would just go in on that. Yeah, it'd be badass it to happen. Uh, we had a text earlier. We are talking about quarterbacks and pressure and all that in the playoffs. And this one came in. We'll talk about Buffalo Cincy here. Somebody said, you know, I think it's still Josh Allen who has the most pressure on him this weekend. The Bills are Super Bowl or bust mode. If they don't make it at least to the Super Bowl, people are going to start questioning his ability to win the whole thing. Hmm. And while I think that is ludicrous, the idea of it, the listen, I mean, that listener's right. That, this is what we do with quarterbacks. If you don't win it in a certain amount of time, he's only, what, five, six years into his NFL career. So the notion that he hasn't won, how come he hasn't won a Super Bowl yet? But I guarantee you that if they lose at home to Cincinnati this weekend, the, the, some of the national narrative, especially if he throws a couple of costly picks, as he has been kind of doing lately, it'll be, well, he, I mean, Buffalo's been to one AFC title game with him at quarterback. And can, can he win the big one? I don't know if he can win the big one. There's an air of uh, Marino Elway here. Now, Marino got to the Super Bowl in year two. They lost, never got back again. Famous story shared every every year we talk about quarterback <laughs> stuff. but what that's, I, that's just synonymous with Dan Marino's name at this point, <laughs> is it not? Ah, I made the Super Bowl early. He got killed. Never <laughs> made it back. Well, it's better than talking about the CBS interns. But Yeah, um, yeah that's true. Or isotoners. But, like, what I mean by it is <laughs> Elway, Elway didn't win one for a while, but Elway was getting there. Elway was... Of the two, Elway was more successful for a longer period of time. How many did he get to early in his career? I know they got smoked by the 49ers. Was there another one in there? Did they lose to Washington at one point, I want to say? I think they lost two. Let me look it up. Was he two or three? I know he won the last two and then rode off into the sunset. I know that. So he's either two and two or two and three. I can't remember what it was, but I think he had gotten there a couple times and they lost. But what the point is, like Mahomes is kind of modern day Elway. Like he he's exceptional, and whether he wins the whole enchilada or not, his team probably going to get there because of how gifted he is. Marino also gifted, obviously. But I'm just saying, like it kind of has that feel. And to that listener's point, I personally I don't think there is pressure. Um, We'll we'll talk about it. We'll say, hey man, Josh Allen Bills couldn't do it. This was kind of their year. Everybody assumed the Bills were unbeatable. Here we go. Yeah, but the defense wasn't perfect. Uh, You know, they they had, the Hamlin thing was, it's awful. I think they've probably, as football players, it seems like they've gotten past that. Mm -hmm. But you're not going to question whether they should keep him. You're not going to question if he is a franchise quarterback. You're just going to roll it into next year and go, will this be the year he finally gets past Burrow or Mahomes or whoever if they don't get there? But to me, when we talk about pressure, it's like it's legitimate conversation of, is this really the guy and even though there might be some like hey buffalo should be one of the teams to get there they should do it and they come up short it's worthy of conversation i don't i don't think i don't imagine a scenario where i'm coming in next week if they lose to cincinnati and i'm like i don't know about josh allen as the guy we'll just say man what happened to buffalo this year with that great start how unbeatable they looked at the start of the season their record was great but a couple of those games they needed some things to break their way and they got it I'm not going to question him as a franchise guy. And that's kind of what I mean by pressure. Philly loses to the Giants. I'm probably going to make a note to tune in on Monday morning because (laughs) I'm going to want to hear what Philly sports radio. I'm sure they'll be very rational. Well, watch Twitter, too, because they're going to basically say he ain't the guy. He's not our dude. This team should win. Yeah. And like, that's the pressure. Allen doesn't have that. He's got the contract. Buffalo loves him. He, he's not going anywhere. There's no question about that. Well, we got that game on Sunday. I The, the games on Sunday are awesome. I mean, you get, you start with Cincinnati Buffalo at noon, and then you get the, the 49ers and the Cowboys at, at 3.30. At 5.5, the line is interesting. I mean, we just saw this game for, what, about a half a quarter here a couple of weeks ago before the, the tragedy around DeMar Hamlin, and thankfully, he's doing great. It sounds like he's been around the facility all week this week. Three, by the way. Real quick, Denver lost three. Okay, my internet for right now. The, I don't yeah, know what's going on yeah, with my internet, so, uh, th- he lost He lost three Super Bowls? Yeah, they lost Lost. Um, he I know lost the Niners. Eighty six. Who did they lose to in eighty uh, six? That, that was the... probably the drive they right lost, against Cleveland. Uh,
1: they lost to the Giants. Giants. Okay. The then Niners. the then Washington. The next year, and, and then, then the two Niners. years later, the forty nine eighty nine.
2: Yeah. Oh boy. Oh. Three for f- and four years. Yeah. Oh for three. That's what that it was. Early. Yeah. And then they didn't get there for another decade. Essentially. Ninety eight, ninety nine, ninety seven, ninety eight. They rolled off back to back. Yeah. How about that? Well, you do get that game to kick off Sunday, and I I can't wait for it. I you know I know both teams are kind of limping into a certain extent. Buffalo didn't look great last week against Miami. I think the the big question about just how close is it going to be is what does Cincinnati's offense look like being so shorthanded up front. And and Joe Burrow had to uh, kind of be a Houdini last year, and their defense had to step up and make some crazy plays. You know, they picked off Tannehill three times to win the divisional game. Mahomes was in a funk for the second half of that AFC title game. So their defense stepped up a ton but not having an offensive line. I just, you know, we, we talk about quarterback play all the time, and this is why I think just judging it as a win-loss stat sometimes is misleading. We know how good Joe Burrow is. If he loses this game, I'd probably be willing to wager the reason they lost the game is because he only has two starting offensive linemen left. They can't necessarily run the football as officially as they want. And if you put him in some third-and-long obvious passing situations or if you're in a spot where Buffalo is able to build up a lead in the second half and Cincinnati's going to have to throw their way back into it, you're asking backup tackles to produce Protect uh, Joe Burrow, and I just, it, it, to me that's a it's a real tall task because it's the aspect of football we never talk about and never highlight. We just look at quarterbacks and wide receivers, and hey, they got a good defense. How's your offensive line? Cincinnati's offensive line, towards this back half of the year, before the injury started to pile up, was playing as good as anybody, and now they're shorthanded going on the road and taking on one of the best teams in the NFL. I mean, it's one thing to get in the conference championship game; you kind of expect that. It's another to have this kind of quarterback battle in the divisional round. And and I, I I said this earlier this week. I'm I'm actually most excited for that game. Niners Cowboys could be outstanding, but. Getting a Burrow Allen battle in Buffalo, Oof. light snow flurries, no oh, major wind, yeah. cold. Like I, I'm, I'm excited to see it, and I'm with you. The offensive line thing, like I think most of us all know at this point in our lives, watching football as long as we have, we don't ever talk about offensive linemen. You know, we don't ever devote a segment to guys like Trent Williams. Hey, how awesome is this guy? He's an immovable object. Burrow doesn't have his offensive line. I think they can do some stuff, though, offensively to get the ball out quick. He's already one of the best quarterbacks at doing that. And so I'd imagine at some point, remember earlier this year, he struggled with it. He was taking big sacks. I go to the Cowboy game. I thought they were going to blow out the Cowboys. After losing their first game of the year. And he, he was holding on to the ball too much. And then he, he adapted to his offensive line. You know, I was thinking about the quarterbacks in the AFC. Mahomes, we know what it is. It's the creativity. It's, it's the arm strength. It's the ability to to squeeze it in a tight window. Allen, it's the big body, mobility, cannon of an arm thing that he has. You know, you think about Burrow. What's Burrow's? His arm isn't better than Allen's or Mahomes'. His mobility isn't better than Allen's, maybe even Mahomes. I think he's got that. Joe, Coo, you he, know, like the, in the in the clutch moments, in the intense moments yes. of the game, he seems to be calm and under control. And, and it's so sometimes it's dumb that we debate that stuff. But I think most sports fans would conclude that it's real. There's a. There's an energy to it. Brady, for many years, he was never the best quarterback. No, didn't have the strongest arm, didn't have one of those rocket launchers. He couldn't move. He was a tree in the pocket. But he just was under – he kept his composure in in the most crucial of moments. And I thought last year you saw that a lot for Burrow. Came damn close to winning a Super Bowl. Part of the reason I'm taking Cincinnati in the points is just my kind of belief that he'll have that again. I watched all his stuff this week. I read his quotes. It's like – he loves this spot. Mm-hmm. He gets to go on the road. Nobody believes they can do it. The the spread has actually gone from five to like six to maybe six and a half. Numbers gone up. I, I think this is a good spot for him, despite the offensive line woes. And and you know, we'll see if Buffalo's pass rush can get to him. But that's another thing. They've lost Von Miller. Their pass rush ain't been the same since. Mm-hmm. And so I just I look at that matchup with those wide receivers. Poyer might be in his last game in Buffalo, but um, I just, I kind of like that aspect of, of Burrow and I buy into it. So I, I think we're in for a good one, man. You just don't get these kind of quarterback matchups no, uh, that often. And when you do, I think, I think you need to relish them. Cause I think we are talking about two of some of the top players at that position in the entire league and we get it in the divisional round. Generational talents, they're going to meet a ton in the AFC playoffs over the next decade plus, and it's this might be the first of many, and I'm excited for it. It just I'm feels excited. like two giants kind of going head-to-head head here, and we'll see what Mahomes Lawrence ends up being. But, you know, the winner might get to go to Kansas City or a neutral site, and we get that matchup next weekend. Yeah, Lawrence, I think, will get there. I think guys like Herbert will get there, but there seems to be a clear pecking order of, of Mahomes, Allen, and Burrow. It's not their time. Those young guys, it's not, not their time quite, yet. Not quite there yet, but those three seem to be head and shoulders above the rest, and we'll see. Maybe Trevor Lawrence surprises everybody tomorrow with a big upset on the road uh, in Kansas City. Let's break the line. Do we like the dogs? How we we feeling this weekend? We'll give you Kevin Todd's picks. We'll make our picks. We'll do it next Sprague the line. Sprague the line. Sprague the line. Sprague the line. Spreading. the line brought to you by George Santos. Just like a Sprague pick, you won't know what to believe and you continue to listen to his nonsense. I love the outrage that he speaks with every time we find out a new line. These are unfounded claims. Outrageous. Who would ever think I would do that? Outrageous. I don't even... I don't even know what his name is. Are yeah, we sure this is his names, name? No, he's got different names. Like there's mu- there's multiple. The Obama stuff was absolutely racist and disgusting. Can we bring that back though for this guy? Because it might be real. It might be valid. A little bit. the line brought to you by the nice lady on 82nd and heels and bright pink outfit. Oh, Money uh, more well spent than any of Sprague's picks. Oh hello. Hello. Sprague and Line brought to you by Beaver Basketball. Fade Sprague's picks to fund the Tinkle buyout. <laughs> oh, man. I... Sprague and Line brought to you by Jim Ursay. After taking an hour long dirt, you needed some extra time to wipe your Sprague. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Sprague Line brought to you by Jim Ursay. Why do you think I took that long in McDaniel's bathroom? I took a Sprague pick. Would, would that have been better said if he said, take an hour long Sprague to wipe your dirt? Wouldn't that have made a little more sense? Why well, do I gotta be the whole. What? I want to be the substance. Yeah, you wipe the dirt. Yeah, you didn't take, if you take it, what you're taking is coming out. So you take a dump, like you're, yeah, but I'm going to take a crap, i got to go take a crap. But Crap's usually in this segment, I'm the crap of the segment. <laughs> I don't want to be the whole. And your nickname is Dirt, it kind of. I don't want to be the whole. Okay. We're gonna brought to you by Dirt's bowel movements as they officially last longer than his lovemaking. Uh, yeah, that's, <laughs> close. that's really unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> I've been there for a while, man, what do you want from me? Uh, Okay, here we go. Last week, treat me like one of your bow movements, Jack. (laughs) Imagine she said that in Titanic. (laughs) (laughs) That car scene was quick. It was real quick. Didn't get quite as steamy. Okay, I'm going to stop there. Uh, Last week, uh, Sprague and I both went two and one. On the, oh, on the week. I uh, was worried. I was going one and two. Swag and KT both went one and two. So here we go. Season standings on the year. Sprague 37-19-1. The great year continues. Uh, I am 32-24-1. Kevin Todd is 29-28. and 28. And Jason Swigart is 22-33-2. Yeah. Oh, you're not really gambling, are you? Uh, I hit on the 40. 40- I hope not. No. <laughs> okay. Zero dollars in the old track. Games. I uh, I hit on the 49ers and the Cowboys. Sprague, you hit on the over in Jacksonville, L.A. and the Giants plus the three. Swag only hit on the 49ers and KT only hit on the Giants. Uh, we'll remind you of KT's picks at the end of the segment. Sprague, the T box is still yours. Where are we going? Uh, I'm going to start with the game I irrationally feel most confident on. I'm jacked for this one. Leave me alone when this game turns on my television. Cincinnati, plus the five and a half, baby. Joe Burrow getting the ball out quick. Josh Allen throwing me a pick. I don't know if Buffalo wins. They could very well win this game in a field goal. I'm going to ride the Bengals here. I think they love it. I don't think the weather's going to play a big factor. I'll take Joe Burrow getting five and a half all day. Okay? Uh, First pick for me, I'm going with one that Barkley gave us yesterday, and it was one you look at, and the number just doesn't make a lot of sense because these teams both scored a ton of points last weekend, and I feel like the numbers should be higher, so maybe it ends up being one of those weird defensive struggles. You do have a rookie quarterback involved, and we know Dallas from time to time can disappear offensively. But the over-under number right now in the Dallas uh, San Francisco game is only 46, mm. and I just I don't, I don't get it. I don't see either team being held below 24 points. I think the 49ers defense has issues in the secondary. Dallas' offense woke up last week. I think the 49ers have more weapons than anybody in the NFL, and as long as Purdy doesn't come Come out and throw four picks like they're due for 24, 28 points, somewhere in that range. I don't see how this game hits the under. I'm taking the over in San Francisco, Dallas, of 46. I have 46 and a half. Does that matter and a half? you? Okay, that's fine. I'll okay. take, I'll, I'll, let me check DraftKings. I want to see. Yeah, go ahead. I'm, I'm looking on Vegas. Because I, I think... already locked it in two days ago. Yeah, we have this whole big thing on this contest. You go ahead, Swag. I'll, I'll look and see what it is. on You, draft you get case. back to us on that.
1: Uh, I'm going to start with the first game up: Kansas City, Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the Jags are going to be much more conservative with how they go about things offensively after what they did. Uh, I think Kansas City's a little more vulnerable with the run. They'll try to establish at the end. I think Kansas City, Patrick Mahomes now is more than comfortable dinking and dunking his way to midfield to set up the big play rather than trying to constantly hit the big play. uh, They figured out how to use uh, some of their other running backs on those little – you know, flanker screens and wheel routes, those sorts of things. So, I don't think there's going to be as many possessions. I'm going to go under the 53.
2: Wow. Under 53. Okay. In Kansas City and Jacksonville. PC, it's a Jacksonville. Take. Like uh, by it. the way, the uh, uh, 46 on DraftKings okay. right now. All right. So I'll, I'll, gotta, go, uh, I'll go 46. There we go. Uh, second pick. Look, I, I'm not doing this because I'm super confident in it. And I know you can hear that and go, well, then why would you give us this pick? I'll tell you why. My year was largely successful. Because I just rode dogs. In games, I didn't even feel comfortable in. I'm like, I'm just taking points. And it happened to be a great year for dogs. We're barking again, baby. Giants, plus seven and a half. (laughs) Let's go, (laughs) Dayball! Is that it? That's it? No more rant? That's all you got? I felt like there was more there. Vanilla Vic. (laughs) (laughs) Richie James. Isaiah Hodgins. Brian Dayball is easier to bet on now that he's grown the goatee into the rest of the beard. When he was just goatee guy, it was a little hard for me. Yeah, I think this game can be close. Um, I'm with you. Rust, you know, it could be a rust factor here for Philly, right? Week off. It was a little closer the second time than it was the first. And Wink Martindale and that defense looked good at times, I thought, against the the Vikings. Mm Mm-hmm. Thibodeau, Lawrence, get to Hurts, make them uncomfortable, throw one pick early. All of a sudden, the Philly fans, oh, they're clinching They're clinching They're starting to boo. It's only 7-3. I like that spot. I'll take the Giants there. Yeah, I'm with you. My second pick, I'll go uh, with the Giants as well. This is the line. I don't know why. I always look at the lines when they come out for the first time for the week, and what jumps out to me first? And the 49er Dallas line, that seems like a little high, but if you tell me the Niners win by a touchdown, I'm not surprised. Buffalo and, and Cincinnati seems a little, you know, like, ah, five and a half, really? That many for Buffalo? You tell me they win 31 24? I'm not surprised by that. Yeah. I could easily see Buffalo covering. I just, I, I this was the first line I looked at and I thought, really? The way Philly ended the season, I know they're coming off a bye. They should be healthy. Jalen Hurts is off the injury report. But they were not playing their best football in the last three weeks of the season. And there is something, I think, to momentum in the playoffs. And the Giants undoubtedly, in my opinion, uh, have that right now. I thought they played a near flawless game, especially offensively, on the road against Minnesota. They were in control of that game uh, from basically start to finish. And I I love them going on the road, catching more than a touchdown. I'm all over the Giants, plus 7.5 as well.
1: Uh, I will go to Buffalo Sunday morning. I think the Bills are going to be able to take advantage of all of the injuries on the Cincinnati offensive line. I think they will disguise their blitz coverages, and they have the cornerbacks now that their secondary is as healthy as it's been. Um, Even Micah Hyde rumors he might be able to come back, but they are going to put pressure on Burrow and all of those secondary, those those safeties, they will be sitting on short routes, uh, just crowding everybody at the line of scrimmage. I like the Bills minus five and a half. I like okay. it. I right. like
2: it. Uh, okay. I'm gonna my final pick. I'm also gonna play the over here, uh, 46 in Dallas San Francisco. I think Dallas can be able to move the ball through the air on that secondary, and I I don't have all of that much confidence in Dallas's uh, defense. I I think you can run on them. And I think their secondary is largely overrated. Diggs gets interceptions. He's not a great defender. Um, He's kind of the Allen Iverson of steals in the NBA. You see the steals, you go, he's a good defender. No, he, he just picks the lanes, and sometimes the balls just kind of fall his way. Uh, I'm going to take the over 46 as well. I think we're going to get some points in that game. Well, I'm going to change up my last pick because I'm uh, I'm having a pretty good year this year, but I'm trying to chase you down, Sprague, and you're you're making it tough because you're, you're, you're piling up winning weeks, and we like the same damn three games this you're week. You're still competing against me? Uh, yeah, I'm, I think i can you know, you're uh, so, so competitive. I am. I'm competitive in everything I'm I just, I'm happy for you. You're happy for me. I'm, I'm very happy for you. I also want to bury you, which is not going to happen. <laughs> That's probably why you're so much better at golf <laughs> than I am. <laughs> you got a five-game lead on me, and I look, we both like the same games. I also love the Bengals line this weekend. I have already gambled it five and a half oh, all over. Different. I am going to go something different, and I'm going to get a little a half point ahead of Kevin Todd here because on DraftKings currently the line is eight and a half. Okay. We talked about it earlier in the show. I'm excited for three of the four games this weekend. Maybe I end up being wrong. I don't see it with Jacksonville going to Kansas City. That yeah. is one of the toughest places to play in the NFL. You're dealing with the best quarterback and the best player in the entire National Football League, who I think is hungry coming off the way they lost in the playoffs last year. Uh, they're they're catching eight or uh, eight and a half point favorite in this game. I think they win this game by ten. I think they. It's one that I might, if I'm cashing in the second quarter, third quarter, I might I might cash it out early to try and avoid a backdoor cover. But I just, I see Kansas City winning this game by two touchdowns. I think their offense is too much. Jacksonville's pass defense is not great. They got a young quarterback first moment in this in this spot for him for a lot of these players on jacksonville their first moment in a game like this on the road much different than being in the comfort of their own stadium i think kansas city rolls them i'll take a minus eight and a half swag can i put kt's as eight and a half since we have like we gotta i just try to have the same lines on these games yeah, i'm fine with and that sometimes yeah. it's odd when we have different lines well, for the exact fine. game okay i'm just going our local lines that i gamble yeah. that's no, what i, 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 I know yeah. i just want to make sure i think sure vegas I consensus is, is nine but eight and a half is what we're getting here so yeah. i'm cool with that
1: uh, final game of the, the weekend. Uh, everybody's looking at it. The ninth time the Cowboys and 49ers uh, will meet in the playoffs. That ties the all time record of a specific matchup. There's two others that were. That's a pretty good cool stat. That's called uh, greatness, is yes. what that's called for two uh, organizations. I'm going to take the Cowboys plus the four.
3: Ooh.
1: And Maher's going to F it up at the end. <laughs>
2: <laughs> They're down like, what, two or something? something. And it would be a game. Yeah. I told you. 47 yard field goal. Dallas for the win. Yeah. Maher, doink. You're going to
1: have that crappy ass field at Levi Stadium. Oh, wow. Whoa.
2: Wow. Wow. Oh, wow. You might be right, actually. I've never been there. Yep.
1: Yeah. All that, all the rain and whatever, it's going to mess it up. And he's, uh, yeah, Maher will uh, mess it up. They'll have a chance to win, and they'll screw the. I thing.
2: mean, that is a pretty big storyline that we haven't. I mean, we joked uh, about gonna, it on Tuesday. They're going to have sunshine. It's a really nice ten. It's days supposed to in be Santa a beautiful Clara. day in San Francisco, yeah, yeah it's, or Santa Clara. I, that, I mean, that is one that is kind of bubbling below the surface, is it not? They Four signed a kicker yesterday. If they, if, they, if, he, if they score a touchdown early in that game and he misses that first extra point, what do you do? I think they're going to go to that kicker they just Well, they got to put him on the active roster, He's not roster, on the active though. roster. Oh, he's not. No. They brought no. him in on the practice squad, yeah, I Yeah, I saw that. But I mean, I, you only get to
1: activate, what, 46, 47 guys? It's a
2: pretty small number. I mean, but wait, what if you're 47 yards out, the clock is against you, you're down oh, two? Oh, they'll run him out you there. You have to,
1: don't you? And he'll, he'll botch it. But if what he, if he
2: made that one? He missed all <laughs> the field goals points. all game, and that's the one he makes. I mean, that's one that's just its just lingering. It's something to keep I an know, eye on. I know. He, he missed four extra points in a playoff game, and the Dallas Cowboys have decided that's reliable. Look, I grew up with the rivalry of these two teams. The part of me that doesn't want Dallas to win isn't necessarily the little Brandon Sprague. It, it's just simply, I love watching Jerry Jones lose and not have any nice things. <laughs> it makes me really happy. He's one of my least favorite sports owners, <laughs> and I I want them to lose, but like I really hope that they lose. I'm just gonna be thinking about Jerry Jones and going, <laughs> you just cackle, you yeah. cackle when they lose. There's yes. no doubt about it. Well, there you go. There's your spring line. Uh, let's run through the picks real quick. In case you missed it earlier, Kevin Todd is on the over in Buffalo, Cincy of 49. He is on the Giants plus seven and a half in Philly, and he likes the Chiefs minus eight and a half against the Jags. Swag needing to make up a lot of ground is on the under in Kansas city and Jacksonville likes the bills minus the five and a half against the Bengals. And he's on the Cowboys plus four against the 49ers. Sprague uh, is on the Bengals, plus 5.5 against the Bills, the Giants, plus 7.5 against the Eagles, and the 49ers and Cowboys over a 46. I also like the Giants, plus 7.5, the over in Dallas and San Francisco, and I am on the Chiefs, minus 8.5 against Jacksonville. There you go, Sprague in the line every single Friday. We'll send you off in your weekend, get you all set next on The field. We talked about it early, early, early this morning, if you're just getting in your car and waking up. The Blazers... We had a total egg last night. They no show. They scored 30 points in the first half or 34, whatever it was. Four- it was 34. 34, 14 in the first quarter. I just horrendous. I turned the game off in the second quarter. It's not worth my time. Did you ever check back in? I checked the box score as I was turning, you know, getting ready for bed uh, around 9 15, and they were down by 15 points still with yeah. like three minutes to go. And I thought, nope, no, no need to turn it back on. I mean, you show that little effort and that little intensity and you just don't care and you're not changing your lineup. You're not like I'm not going to commit time to you if you're going to play that bad. Sure. Uh, Next up for them, this this homestand continues. So next week, I mean, we highlighted it. There are winnable games ahead for them. Uh, It starts on Sunday with the Lakers. That is their next home game. Old LeBron James is going to be in town, which is always fun when LeBron is in town. And uh, boy, oh boy, buddy, does it feel like they need to win. They got those two against Dallas. The first one was nice. The second one, Luka Doncic didn't play. And they've now followed that up with, with spoiling a 44-point Damian Lillard performance in Denver and then having essentially nobody show up and just get ran out of your own gym by Philly. Yeah, and and I know it's it's simple to say this after getting bludgeoned by the Sixers last night for most of that game. I think if you were to take a step back now, Dallas came off a double overtime thriller against the Lakers in L.A. One day off, played you, yeah. and then had a plan all along to rest their guys. The rested Luka, at least, in the second of that back-to-back. So, yeah, I mean, the Dallas win was nice. The second one was kind of handed to you, so... Still, kind of looking at what they've been doing lately. It's still not great. Yeah, you had a five-game losing streak prior to those two wins against. Dallas. I just don't know. You know, we're just kind of kind of sitting in this spot uncomfortably until they make a move. And I'm not even con- I'm not even uh, convinced that the move they make is all that great. And I think we're going to get a lot of people bitching and moaning that we didn't go get Pascal Siakam at the trade deadline. But there's a lot of. A lot of big asks for some of that kind of talent right now. That's more of a summer move, in my opinion. Probably. Um, so we'll probably end up with Isaac Koro, and <laughs> I'll hear about how stupid a move that is. And nothing will largely change. The good news is the West isn't outside of New Orleans, Memphis, and Denver right now, who's red hot. Yeah, and Denver's the Kings are up there right now, too. The West is still playoffable if that makes any sense. I like that word. Let's add that one. Playoffable. It's playoffable. I did watch a lot of the uh, Boston Golden State game last night. That was a really good game. Boston came back late. Golden State tried that small ball lineup. They got torched by Al Horford early, but um, in the end, it was, again, one of those games where Tatum was struggling, and you're like, does he have a thing? Does he have, like, the yips against Golden State? What is his problem? And then he went off. Brown hits the big three late. I ended up winning some good money on that game. He only actually scored 20. He just got 10 free throws. 10 free throws, sure. And and, and a lot of those 20, it felt I came in the fourth quarter as he kind of woke up yeah. a bit, but that was that was a really good game last night on uh, on TNT. But uh, going into the weekend, it's all about the divisional round of the playoffs, and I can't wait. You got two games tomorrow: Jacksonville, Kansas City. That's the one thirty game on NBC, and then you got five fifteen on Fox: Giants and Eagles. That's your schedule tomorrow, and then on Sunday we start a little bit earlier, noon for Bengals and Bills, and uh, Cowboys, Forty Nine ers at three thirty. I do have a weird East Coast feeling, and I had this last weekend too. Not having football start till one thirty is really weird for me. <laughs> Like waiting around—that's a long time. We get up so early now that I wake—I'm going to wake up tomorrow and just be like, "What am I? What am I? What am I going to do?" Well, thankfully for me, it works out because I have a basketball game at 10 a.m. and I have a birthday brunch at like noon. So, so I'll get you'll home be all right done as and wrapped up. Yeah, walk in the door, kick off Jags and Chiefs. Yep. And I'm excited for the record. I don't care what the result is. I only have so many football games left in my life Enjoy this I'm year. All. I'm gonna—I'm excited for every single one of them. Seven of them left. Yep. Uh, if God the Chiefs said. are up 30 to nothing, I will hang around for the whole game. Yeah, you go down with the ship. Yep. That's what I did in Georgia, TCU. It's like last game of the year. I'm not going to see college football on my TV again until August. I don't think I turned that game off until about six minutes to go in the fourth. I was still there when it was 65 7. Might as well hang around. So hopefully we get a great weekend of football. Wildcard weekend was awesome. Hopefully this weekend delivers as well. Enjoy it, everybody. Thanks for being a part of our Friday. If you missed the show, go check the podcast, kennedythefan.com, at Dirk and Sprague. And at 1080 The Fan. Have a great weekend. Enjoy the football. Hopefully, the Blazers get a win. We will talk to you Monday at 6 a.m. Colin is next. You're listening to 1080 The Fan.